And thank you everyone for tuning in to episode 18 of Pauly's Pickums the Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Pauly. If you hadn't done so, well, there's always next year, but head on over to Pauly's Pickums on Facebook. You can email me at ballsfan2001 at gmail.com. Or I also got my Instagram set up correctly this time. It's Pauly's underscore Pickums. So on this episode, it'll be the last iteration. iteration. I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce it, but it'll be the last time talking about college football. And we have a surprise winner. Well, if you don't follow the page, it'll be a surprise. And we will talk about the second to last week of the NFL, week 17. As you all know, it's week 18 is what we're going to. And that's where I'm going to end the podcast for it's going to be episode 19 next week. So let's go ahead and head on over to the college portion of the show. Okay, and this is the very last segment of the college football pickings, or NCAA pickings, however you want to look at it. So there were actually quite a few people that opted out of doing this. Some were sick, some got busy, but they just opted out. They didn't go into the transfer portal or anything like that. Ha, bad joke. So we're going to go ahead and mention, if you haven't seen on the page already, that Long-time player of Pauly's Pickums, first-time winner, Andy McCarley. He's been playing it since 2014 when I started doing this, and he's like I said, he's never won. I've never won, but I am very glad that he won because actually Tyler was in the driver's seat most of the latter part of the season. But thanks to Andy getting... Five of the six New Year's Eve or New Year's Six bowl games correct at 50 points apiece. 250 points. He clearly uh, blew everyone else out of the water and catapulted into first place. So congratulations, Andy. Sorry I have not given you a monetary uh, prize like I have in years past, but Got married this past year, um, spent a little bit more money than I uh, in, uh, originally wanted to. But uh, if you need something in the future, just hit me up. I'll see what I can do. So we're going to go ahead and get to the games. Uh, so, so the first game on tap was actually on a Thursday night. It was between Michigan State and Pittsburgh. So uh, quite a few people... Um, uh, Quite, yeah, quite a few people p- picked Pittsburgh to win, including myself. Maybe not necessarily win, but at least, well, no, I actually, actually we would have had to have that. Actually, I don't even remember. It changed so much since uh, I think I had posted the games like two weeks in advance. Like one day, Michigan State was favored. And the next time I saw Pittsburgh was favored. And then it went back and forth. Regardless, uh, Michigan State ended up winning that game, coming back to win the game, if I'm not mistaken. And there were only three individuals that chose Michigan State. That was Jennifer Smith-Harmon, Marcus Nathaniel Cassidy, and Shane Abair. 
after everyone that played, everyone else that played, which was Andy, Charles, myself, um, Melanie, Mitchell, Scotty, and Tyler. We all went with Pittsburgh because, you know, they were the reigning, defending ACC champions. But, you know, they ended up losing, so no one got those 50 points, like I said, except for Jennifer, Marcus, and Shane. The next game was, well, maybe not on tap. I think it was, actually. I think these are in chronological order. Uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Cincinnati Bearcats. I wanted so bad to pick the Cinderella story, but uh, Alabama, I thought, was going to be too much for Cincinnati, and that proved to be the case. Alabama was 13.5-point favorites. They beat Cincinnati by at least 13.5 points. So everyone that chose Alabama got the points. The only people that did not choose Alabama, let's see here. It looks like... Jennifer and Marcus. So the two that picked Michigan State correctly picked Cincinnati incorrectly. So everyone else got the 50 points for that Alabama game. And uh, just a spoiler alert, that was the only game I chose correctly. (laughs) All the other games I missed horribly on. Speaking of the game, let's go to the next game. The Michigan... Wolverines and the George Bulldogs. Uh, my wife is from Michigan, so I that's one of the reasons I picked Michigan, and they looked more impressive in their bowl game than did Georgia. Well, that was kind of foolish on my part, but I don't feel bad because I wasn't the only one that picked Michigan. Uh, Charles did as well as did Jennifer Marcus, Mitchell. Oh, gosh, what am I doing? And Shane. Georgia, I believe they were a seven or a seven and a half point favorite. They ended up ended up beating Michigan by more than seven. So Andy, Melanie, Scotty, and Tyler were the ones that got that game correct. Moving on to the next game was between Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. Uh the people that got this right and got the 50 points were Andy. Marcus, Melanie, Mitchell, and Scotty. So that means Charles, myself, Jennifer, Shane, and Tyler got this game wrong. I believe this, I believe uh, Oklahoma State came back to win. And I believe, don't quote me, but I think Mike, okay, I believe slash thank Mike Gundy said that was the, one of the biggest wins in Oklahoma State, their football program history, beating Notre Dame in, I don't even remember what ball game it was. Crap. Yeah. I think that was a Fiesta Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, you know, you can listen to the podcast, come on the podcast, tell me I'm wrong, or leave me a comment. So the next game did trip up a few people, um, or... Maybe they thought Ohio State was actually going to win. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. Ohio State did win the game. They did win the game, but they did not cover. They were nine and a half point favorites. So everyone that chose Ohio State did not get the game correct. So the people that picked Utah were Andy, Jennifer, Marcus, Scotty, and Shane. So once again, myself, Charles, 
Tyler, Mitchell, Melanie, and I think that's all that's played. Yeah, we chose Ohio State. Like I said, Ohio State did win the game, but they did not win by enough points. So everyone that chose Ohio State obviously lost. And I put that post, or I left that comment on the post in the uh, in the on the Paulie's Pickups page. That. And the next game, I actually saw a lot of, and well, uh, it was a valiant effort by Ole Miss, but they just came up, well, I can't say they came up short. They got beat by double digits by Baylor, and I believe I saw that Ole Miss was a two and a half point favorite, so you didn't even need to worry about them beating Baylor by two and a half points because they didn't beat Baylor. So the ones that got that right were Andy, Charles, Jennifer, Marcus, and Melanie. So myself, Mitchell, Scotty, uh, Shane, and Tyler got that game incorrect. So there you have it. Uh, Shane hasn't really said, well, he said he, knows who he might be picking for the bonehead pick of the week for the final week in college football. I got a pretty good indication that it's going to be me since I only got one game correct. And uh, Andy got the five games correct, so there's no way he's getting the bonehead. So let's get to the final standings. So like I had mentioned before, with that 250-point performance for the New Year's Six Bowls, Andy McCarley, Finished with 912 points for the season. In second place, Tyler D. Hutton. He had 100 points for the New Year's Six, and he finished with 868 points. Melanie Moody, first female uh, in the third spot. She had 200 points for the New Year's Six Bowls, and she had 860 points overall. The next woman, Jennifer Smith-Harmon, finished fourth. She had 150-point New Year's Six Week, good for 822 points total. In fifth place, Scotty Wright. He had 200 points, good for 818 points overall. <clears throat> In sixth place, Shane Aber. He had 150 points for the New Year's Six Bowl games, good for 811 points overall. In seventh place, Charles Daniel Bentley. He had 100 points for New Year's Six, good for 773 points overall. In 8th place, Mitchell Jones. He had 100 points as well. 761 points total. T. Jason Lewis did not pick, uh, but he did message the page saying that he was sick and didn't really feel well. Uh, congratulates Andy on winning and looks forward to playing again next year. He had, uh, So, yeah, he had 0 points in ninth place. Finishes with 666 points total. Man. Not necessarily a good number. Uh, I moved one spot up. I'm in 10th place. I had 50 points. A whole 50 points for New Year's Six Bowl games. Good for 645 points overall. Good gosh, I got smoked. Brad Betts is in 11th place. He did not make a pick, uh, but he finishes with 634 points total. Marcus... In 12th place, he had a 200-point New Year's Six week. 
he propelled himself uh, in front of quite a few people. Uh, he has 608 points total. So, Glenn Bray, Ryan Kendrick, George Johnson, Heather Kendrick, Kenneth Skillern, Amber Snap, and Steve Rogers did not pick in that order. So, they finished out with Glenn has 545 points total. Ryan has 395. George has 355. Heather has 220. Kenneth, 189. Amber, 141. And Bringing up the rear, Steve Rogers finishes in dead last with 39 points total. Uh, once again, I know I've mentioned this before. He played week one and didn't play after that, which I don't know why. No one had a good week one. He actually was in second place with 39 points, but I don't know. Maybe that discouraged him. Uh, maybe he didn't feel like he could do much better for the rest of the week or rest of the season. And, uh, but then again, quite a few people did fall off, uh, opted out. As you know, the joke goes, a lot of these college kids opted out of playing the bowl games. So, you know, it is what it is. Once again, congratulations to Andy McCarley. Maybe he, you know, you, you never know. He could come back to win a uh, back-to-back. Uh, I, as I would mentioned in one of the previous episodes, I felt anybody in – Spots two through eight, since Tyler was in first place at the time, had a legitimate shot of winning Polly's Pickens, and Andy was in one of those top eight spots. So, miracles can happen. With that being said, that'll wrap up the college football portion of the show. After this quick break, we're going to get over to the NFL portion of the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for sticking around for the NFL portion of Paulie's Pickups. So, I know I had mentioned that I was probably not going to go too in-depth with the fantasy part since I'm out of the championship bracket. I am in the consolation bracket, or what I like to call the moral victory bracket. Um, I did play Call of Duty. Uh, That's the manager, anyway. I don't know who that is off the top of my head, but I did beat them this week, which I'm getting hot at the end of the season when I'm not in contention to win. So, I mean, it kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but you know, I'm glad I am going to win this week. And I think for the consolation bracket, I'm going to be playing my sister for the next highest spot. Uh, and my brother-in-law, Montel, uh, he beat Bralia, who was ranked number one. So she will not be playing for the championship. So Montel has a chance to win all the money. He is playing Dominique, or Dom, which is his sister's husband. So brother versus brother-in-law and brother versus sister. This should be interesting. So let's go ahead and go to the first game I had on the Pauly's Pickums. That was between the Atlanta Falcons and the Buffalo Bills. Everyone chose Buffalo. Everyone got the points. Um, 
<clears throat> three people did not make picks. Dylan, Heather, and Ryan. Uh, they're not playing anymore. So, like I said, as mentioned, everyone chose Buffalo. Um, I did have a couple of people. Uh, only one person produced for me, and that was Devin Singletary. Uh, Dawson Knox had him in the starting lineup, and he got me a total of zero points. Devin Singletary was projected 14.49, got me 23 points overall. Had him in the first flex position, so thank goodness for that. Uh, no Atlanta Falcon. So let's move on over to the next game, the New York Giants and the Chicago Bears. Once again, everyone got this game correct. Everyone chose Chicago, and Chicago put a beat down on the New York football Giants. No person from either team, so let's move on. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow, Jamar Chase. I know I don't have him on my fantasy. But, my goodness, that man went off. I think Dominique has him. I think I mentioned that. If I didn't, or if I'm incorrect, I'm sorry. But, golly, that man went off. I had like 50-some-odd points. And Cincinnati, with the last-second field goal, beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So, George, Jennifer, and Shane picked Cincinnati to win. And they did. So, myself, Marcus, and Tyler picked Kansas City and missed out on those points. The next game was between the Tennessee Titans and the Miami Dolphins. The Tennessee Titans uh, beat Miami pretty handily. Everyone except for Tyler chose Tennessee and got the points. Um, Julio Jones, he... uh, and see where he was. I know I had him on the bench. Um, he uh, did not make a did not play at all versus the Dolphins. So good thing I left him on the bench. The next game was between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Indianapolis Colts. Marcus was the only one that chose Las Vegas. Everyone else chose Indianapolis, and everyone else. Missed out on the points. So, Marcus, congratulations for getting that game correct. I do have two people from those teams on the roster. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. was in the second flex position. Was projected 15.92. Did not meet it. He had 10.7. And I had Derek Carr on the bench. Good thing, too. He did not meet his projected point total of 18.59. He got 12.2 in a losing effort. No, I'm sorry. They they actually beat Indianapolis. I'm sorry. So, Raiders win. Colts lose. All could be good in the world, depending on how you see it. The next game was a blowout, 50-10. to 10. The New England Patriots beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everyone chose New England, so everyone got the points. Or I actually had... Oh, gosh, did I not have Damian Harris out there? 
I did. Okay, he's in the second running back position. I can't even read my own freaking uh, Yahoo uh, lineup. He was projected 10.73. He did beat his projected point total of 17.7. Didn't go off quite like he did against the Buffalo Bills. But, you know, I'll take that. Um, I'll take 17 points any day of the week since he beat his projection of 10.73. He's the only... Uh, no, I do have a... Uh, I do have a Jacksonville Jaguar, but left him on the bench. Marvin Jones Jr. was projected 8.87. Got me 6.6. So, good thing left him on the bench. The next game was between the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. For me, this game was tough to watch. Not very... Uh, just wasn't a whole lot going on. It was a defensive struggle that the Saints were able to pull away from later on in the game. Everyone chose the Saints. Everyone got the points. I, is this... Hold on, before I go any further, let me double check and make sure that there was not any... Oh, the risk-reward. Okay. I, there was an individual before uh, Tyler had chosen the week before who would have the most touchdowns between Jonathan Taylor of the Colts, Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints, and Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Well... Fortunately or unfortunately, uh, Kamara and Taylor both tied with one touchdown apiece. So I reached out to Tyler, asked what the tiebreaker was going to be, and he said, okay, we'll do most yards. We'll give a slight nod to Jonathan Taylor since he had 14 more total yards than Alvin Kamara did uh, catching and rushing the ball, 114 to 110. So, just wanted to throw that tidbit in there. I forgot about that on the uh, the earlier game. <clears throat> Excuse me. As always, Christian McCaffrey is on the cannot cut list. So, he got me zero points. And I do have Marquez Callaway. Let's see, I had him on the bench, and man, kind of wish I hadn't. Uh, because one of my receivers did not meet his projected point total, but I'll get to him when I get to that game. Marquez Callaway de- did beat his uh, point total. It was projected 11.25, got me 15.7. Uh, six receptions for 97 yards. Uh. Okay, we'll go back. Pittman had Pittman Jr. had six catches for 47 yards for the Colts. Uh, Devin Singletary had 23 carries for 110 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, had one target or one pass thrown his way, but didn't make a reception. Uh, okay, Damian Harris not okay. He had nine rushes for 35 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, one reception for 12 yards. Let's see, is there anybody else? Have not. Okay, I have not got to them yet. Oh, okay, Derek Carr. He had 
One touchdown, two interceptions, and 255 yards total. Okay, now I hadn't got to anybody. Okay, cool. Or I hadn't got to anybody that has played yet. So, moving on, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. I'm going to ignore what everyone else has been talking about with Antonio Brown. I don't have him on my roster. I don't have a Jet on my roster. All I have is Leonard Fournette on my roster, and he's on injured reserve, so got me zero points. But everyone chose Tampa Bay, and everyone got the points that way. So moving on to the next game was the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team. Uh, Everyone except for Shane chose the Eagles, and the Eagles won. So Shane missed out on the points there. I uh, don't have an Eagle or a Washington football team member on my fantasy roster. So we're going to move to the Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. This is where I was talking about. I wish I would have uh, switched Marquez Callaway for Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton was in the second wide receiver spot. Was projected 12.83. Got me nine points. Had three receptions for 60 yards. So a 20-point average uh, per catch, but only nine points. Uh, yeah, I I knew the Chargers weren't did not have the best defense. I thought Corlin Sutton would have a quite a bit more looks, but I guess um, I guess Teddy Bridgewater went elsewhere. Did not get to see that game. Moving on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I have Justin Herbert as a quarterback. He also did not meet his projected point total, but he did do better than Derek Carr. Was projected 23.08. Got me 17.6. Had 237 yards, two touchdowns, and four rushing attempts for two yards. So, probably took some sacks, or a sack at least. I just can't see him just gaining half a yard each time he touched the ball to run with it. So the next game was the Houston Texans and the San Francisco 49ers. I know ESPN was kind of frothing at the mouth or, you know, uh, getting excited. Like, oh, Houston's up on uh, San Francisco early, 7 to nothing. the Davis Mills uh, touchdown pass. That's all Houston ever had. Uh, San Francisco scored 20-plus points unanswered. I forget if it was 24 or 27, but after that initial touchdown, uh, they did not trail in the game. So Houston lost. Uh, Everyone chose San Francisco just like everyone chose the Chargers. I forgot to mention that. So we all got the points that way. Next game was between the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys. Well, there's only one individual that got this game correct, and his name is Marcus Cassidy. He was the only individual that chose the Arizona Cardinals. Everyone else went with Dallas. and that, So, I don't know. I figured, you know, playing at home... Cardinals have have been good, but then they've also lost some games. So we'll see. We'll see what what transpires going forward. Um, don't have 
And okay, on the bench, <clears throat> I left Arizona's defense on the bench and started Dallas's. Um, neither defense was really good points-wise. Arizona's was a little bit better. They scored three points. Dallas only scored one point. Uh, Tony Pollard, I left him on the bench, was projected 10.74, got me 8.8, had three rushes for nine yards, and three catches for 49 yards. The only one, well, had Dallas's defense starting and Matt Prater, the kicker for the Cardinals, he beat his projected point total of 8.09 with 15 points total. Uh, had one point after attempt and four field goals, two from 20 to 29, one from 30 to 39, and 150 plus. So, not too bad, not too shabby. <clears throat> Dallas had a chance to win and muff that. The next game was between the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. So myself and Tyler, I I don't know how Tyler felt picking Detroit, but I was figuring they could, you know, build off of, you know, last week's win. I think they won last week. No, it was two weeks ago they beat the Cardinals. So I figured, you know, they could, you know, build off that momentum. That was not the case. The Seahawks ended up beating Detroit uh, pretty bad, 51 to 29, if I'm not mistaken. But even in defeat, I had the highest point total scored by Detroit Detroit line wide receiver Amon Ra St. Brown. Was projected 15.18. He got me... 35.4, so a little bit more than double of what he was projected. He had two rushes for 23 yards and one touchdown and eight receptions for 111 yards, one touchdown, and one two-point conversion. He was easily my highest-scoring person on offense this week. So in a losing effort, Amon Ross St. Brown shown uh, like a friggin' uh, star, I guess you could say. Uh, like the North Star, that's pretty bright. Oh gosh, that's a bad analogy. The next game was between the LA Rams and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, four people chose this game correctly. The only people that got it wrong were Shane and George. They chose Baltimore. I don't have a Raven or a Ram on my fantasy roster. So we're going to move on to the next game, which was between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Green, Green Bay avenged their earlier loss to the Vikings this year, and everyone picked Green Bay, so everyone got the points. Do not have a Viking or a Packers, so we're going to move on to the next game, the Monday last Monday night football game of the season. And yes, I know there's, 18 weeks. So this is the first 17 week season ever. So there's going to be no more, like I said, no more uh, Thursday night games. And the last Monday night football game was played. The upcoming games for week 18 are going to be two games on Saturday and the rest are going to be on Sunday. 
the last Sunday night football game of the year will feature, I'll go ahead and say it, the San Diego, sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. So we'll see how that one goes. Uh, four people picked the game correctly between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Uh, Tyler did not, and Marcus did not. So myself, Jennifer, George, and Shane picked picked Pittsburgh and Big Ben to more or less retire as a Steeler. He won his last, presumably his last home game at Heinz Field. And the only individual I have is Najee Harris. And thank goodness for later on in the game. I didn't think he was going to be his point projection of 18.6, but he did. He got 29.6, almost got 30 points. I guess later on in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, they were feeding him because he had 28 carries for 188 yards and one touchdown and three receptions for 18 yards. So, oh, man. I was waiting for him to break out again because I know he had missed his point projection last week and a few weeks prior. But Najee has been one of the more consistent backs I have had this season, and I am so glad for that. If he's available next year, if I do my brother-in-law's league, or I might even start my own Polly's Pick'em's Fantasy Football League. If And if anyone's listening wants to join, you know I'll put all that information out later on this year. So there you have it. I'm going to win this week. And if they have the consolation game final next week, I'm playing my sister because she won her game. And then as mentioned, Dom and Montel are going to be facing off for the championship bracket. So let's go ahead and mention the games for next week or week 18. I've already mentioned the Sunday night football game. But I'll mention it again. So the two games on Saturday, the early game is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. And the late game is the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. Starting Sunday off, the AFC North champions, the Cincinnati Bengals, are at the Cleveland Browns. Green Bay is at Detroit. The Bears are at the Vikings. The Washington football team are at the New York football Giants. The Indianapolis Colts are at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Pittsburgh Steelers are at the Baltimore Ravens. The Tennessee Titans are at the Houston Texans. And maybe they can avenge that earlier season uh, heartbreaking slash embarrassing loss. The New Orleans Saints are at the Atlanta Falcons. The New York Jets are at the Buffalo Bills, which if Buffalo wins, they're going to win the AFC East. New England is going to hope that the Bills lose because they will have the same exact division record. But since the Patriots have the better conference record, I believe they would be they would win the AFC East. So as long as Buffalo handle, handles business, they'll win. And New England will have to settle for a lower-seeded playoff spot. 
Next game is the San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. And the New England Patriots are at the Miami Dolphins. So Miami's been sneakily good up until the Tennessee game, so it's not going to be a pushover. Not to say that the Jets couldn't beat the Bills, but I believe with the seeding, the yeah, the seeding, S-E-E-D, not S-E-A-T, um, being so important for that last, uh, that fourth and final spot for the division champs on the line, I believe Buffalo will try to put the Jets away early, so Josh Allen's going to have to play a better game than he did against the Falcons. So, we'll see. Mac Jones and Tua Tagovailoa, uh, the two Alabama quarterbacks. It's going to be in Miami this time. So, we'll see what happens. Then the Seattle Seahawks are at the Arizona Cardinals. So, right now, this is the second game that will decide the division champion. Uh, right now, the Rams have a one point or one point, a one game advantage over the Cardinals. But if the Rams lose and then the Cardinals win, we could see a little bit of chaos. But as long as the Rams win, Arizona has no chance of winning that division and they will have to settle for a wild card spot. Then the Carolina Panthers are at the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as mentioned, the Sunday night football game, the last Sunday night football game of the 2021 season, features the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, kind of curious to see who's going to come out on top uh, and see which quarterback I should start. Should it be Herbert? Should it be Carr? I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try to get a couple of guests on for next week. Uh, hopefully they are able to come on. And if not, you know, it'll just be me hosting episode 19, the final episode of season one. Either way, thank you all for listening. The three that have been um, consistent according to Spotify. I plan on trying to get better for next year. Uh, like I said, thank you all for listening. I love y'all, and I will talk with you both, or not you both, all of you, very soon. So once again, everyone, I forgot to mention the standings for the NFL part of Polly's Pick'ems. I'm going to go ahead and mention this, and then we can conclude Episode 18 and move on to Episode 19. So in first place is Tyler D. Hutton. He had a 115-point week 17, good for 1,595 points total. Jennifer Smith-Harmon reclaimed the second-place spot. She had 145 points in week 17, good for 1,465 points overall. I fell back down to third place. I had 115-point week 17, good for 1,450 points total. Shane Abert. 115 points in week 17, good for 1,360 points total. George Johnson made a valiant effort, but fell just short of the highest score this week. He had 135 points for week 17, 
good for 1,045 points total. And Marcus Cassidy, he had 135 points as well for Week 17, good for 915 points total. Uh, no picks from Ryan, Heather, or Dylan, so they are stuck at 750, 470, and 65 points total. So I'm going to go on record and say Marcus hits the 1,000-point mark for this season, this upcoming week. At least I hope he does. So with that being said, those are the standings, and we will see what happens next week. All right, everyone. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Share the show. Tell your friends about it. And hopefully I can make some better content and things will go a lot smoother for season two. All right, take care.